what would you say are the keys to, you know, because especially the two different personalities, but they, you know, they both are young footballers and they love the game, et cetera. And what would you say is the key to creating an environment that allows them to fall in love with the game? Let them lead. Like if a kid really, really wants something, they will go for it, mm. right? Um, let them let them lead. Yes, you create the environment. So for most parents, right, at least be involved in your child's life. And if you're involved in their life, you know what they like, you know what they want to do. And then it's a matter of you just supporting it. Mm-hmm. And I think in the DMV, we're pretty much really, really good with supporting our kids with what they want to do because the talent in this area is incredible, yeah. right? But um, if a kid really, really wants to do it and they say, okay, you know what? Because you can grow up in, the, in this area and play many sports, basketball, football, whatever. But once you've narrowed it down and say, okay, this is where my focus is. doesn't matter if it's basketball or soccer support them and then just let them leave, mm-hmm. you know, because they have access to internet. They have access to YouTube. They know all the clubs, more than most of the parents. They know, you know, who's playing here, who's playing there, where the tournaments are, uh, where they can do pickup games at, <laughs> you know, yeah. and thanks to Instagram and all this social media, everything yeah. out there for them. Yep. So you just got to be able to be a, a, a free Uber, take them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, the I think the fear, the fear with what you just said for a lot of parents, because they've told me, is that, you know, for a lot of these guys and girls, the video games is, you know, is is the yep. big, the big, yeah, the big attraction, you know, and the parents are afraid that they would end up just wasting time if you if you let them lead you know like if you just let them do what they want to do uh yes they want to play football and you know ball out etc but they will get so caught up playing video games that they will forget about playing football um and so that's that's a big fear that i've uh that a lot of parents have told me about really yeah but fine right they're gonna play video game but if they don't what is mandatory what they had the need to do Right? How do you get them to do schoolwork and homework? It's the same thing, right? So you prioritize schoolwork, uh, you prioritize homework, yeah. and then you prioritize whatever chores they do in the house. And, you know, we all do chores in this house. Yeah. So you prioritize chores, whatever you want to do, and then your free time. You know, if you want to spend your free time playing video game, great. Right? Or you want to spend your free time, you know, playing uh soccer with your kids playing pickup you know you know getting better at your at, at your at your talent or whatever then it's up to you you know and if the video game is getting too much just make sure as a parent when i say lead i don't mean they gotta just let them do whatever they want to do lead with guidance you know yeah, yeah. yeah. there's some days that we don't have a game and i'm just like okay everybody do their thing of course i mean we have video games in this house they play fifa they play everything else they play the night fox night or something like that yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite, there you go <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I had a question so yeah. my question was uh, since she saw the stuff like you have to lead them what is what are some of your challenges like raising those two balls time and money 
time, you know, um, you don't have time for yourself anymore. Like I got to a point where I stopped coaching at PG. So I, you know, I, when I was coaching, I had a full-time job. Um, coaching was my part-time job, right? Got to a point. So I had to pick between the kids soccer and me coaching, right? It's just when I was, when I used to play a lot, when I was in my thirties playing all over the place, it got to a point where Matai has a game every Saturday. I can't play Saturday anymore, you know? So I had to kind of prioritize that. Now it's more like he practiced in the morning. For Like right now, he practiced in the morning from 9 to 1. Every day, Monday to Friday. Tomorrow morning, we're out in Lao, in Lisbon. And I live in Upper Marlboro, so you can imagine that drive. You know, so imagine, you know, having to give up that time. And then the younger one practices in the evening. So whatever my wife is doing, she's got to wrap it up no later than 4.30 to take him to practice in Colombia at SAC. You know, before we bought my armor. Again, we live in Upper Marble. Look at that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so there's a lot of sacrifice. And then weekends, we don't have, we don't have time, you know? Games, games, games. You travel, um... Every other weekend, I'm in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, you know, New York, you name it. Two weeks ago, I was in Dallas at GA Cup with him, you know, and then they called him while we were in Dallas and said, hey, Loudon said, hey, we short on players. Can you come to Oakland? And they're like, well, you want to come to Oakland with him? I'm like, no, if you're not paying for it, I'm taking my butt back home. <laughs> so I got on the next flight back to D.C. I got to make some money. My time, he flew by himself for the very first time, like to, uh, with, uh, yeah, from Dallas to Oakland. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you not paying for me to fly him? Yeah, you fly him, I go back home. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm not making. I'm, I'm having fun, but time uh, and money. Soccer in this in this environment is very very expensive. It's costly for most parents. Yeah, and then to have the time to take them to practice, you know, you got to have a reliable car. You got to pay all these fees. You got to buy the shoes, you know. So those are, the, for me, for most parents, I think those are the top two challenges. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I want you to talk about this more because, you know, we've, you know, we have these conversations amongst each other, right? So, for instance, you will see, you know, you'll see a kid that gets signed, you know, at 17, 18, you know, uh, to some academy in Europe or, or even a first team. And the discussion then becomes about, you know, just the talent, right? Like the kid was just talented. And you and I know, you know, we're from, we're from, we're, we're from the source, you know? So, so we know that there's some like extreme talent. Oh yeah. That never get the shine or get the note like any you know anything and so you know one of the things that you know i've talked about is i think we need to do a better job of letting kids and families know early that you know the to get there right like there's there's different levels mm -hmm. and to get to that high level requires a lot of things is not discussed, right? So some of, I mean, actually, you know, what you just brought up is actually a good example. You know, even the having a flexible job that allows you to, you know, 
you're going to training from nine to, you know, whatever it is. And then, you know, having the additional support of your wife to take the other child to the, the evening and you need a reliable car. Um, and, and those are just the basis. Like that, that's just like, you know, yeah. that, that's just the baseline, right? You're talking about um, some of the things that's not discussed. Nutrition. Yeah. The um, one-on-one training, like the specialized training that's needed. Yeah. The, I mean, you know, you can just go down like, in, you know, you, you mentioned the older one went to a Byron trial. Well, that requires money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so it's like there's all these things that a lot of us, uh, you know, sometimes we just get caught up in the talent and the talent is great. Yeah. Uh, you need the talent to be able to, you know, really get that if you do get the opportunity. But mm-hmm. the talent has to be married with all these, you know, all this, these different support resources yeah. uh, in order to, you know, to really um, make use of that that opportunity. I mean, I agree with you 100%, right? Um, when Matai made his debut with Loudon, I posted it and I tagged a whole bunch of coaches. I think like 14, maybe 15 coaches that mm-hmm. kind of coached him just little, right? So this kid is 15 years old. He's probably had about 20 coaches throughout that. It's short lifespan, like 15-year-old in this DMV, right? And some of those coaches are not his soccer coaches. Some of those coaches are specialized people. You know, like Tito, uh, Pablo, um, you know, all these guys that. So, again, I have an unfair advantage and I hate to keep saying that, but a lot of parents don't see. There was a time that I felt like, OK, this kid, you got the skills, you got the talent, you got the IQ. But there's certain things that you can't do because you're just not fit enough and you're not fast enough. Right. So what do I do? I look for a speed trainer. That's how Fierro Fitness came in, you know, Coach Tito. You know, so every Saturday, every Sunday during the off-season, I mean, during the season or, or off-season, we will go to Bethesda, drive to Bethesda, and work on his agility and form and technique, you know, how to run. Um, we did the same thing with Pablo, you know, diets, food, make sure they're eating the right thing and getting enough sleep. People, I think one of the things that most parents or kids, let me just use kids, underrated is sleep. If you don't get enough sleep, you're going to get injured, especially if you play at a high level. And I'm talking about MLS Nets, you know, ECNL level, you know, high level, you're going to get injured because your, your body only repairs when you sleep, you know, and get enough sleep. So those so are the does your mind. Exactly. You know, those are the kind of things that I prioritize. So there are certain times of the day that I take the phone, you know, shut down. And then when you wake up, you can get it. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it's not a punishment. It's, it's becomes part of life because yeah. you need to shut down. Yeah. But how many kids, like, how many parents, like the kids keep their phone and it's one, two o'clock in the morning and they're still on Instagram or whatever they're doing yeah. on the phone. And then they got to wake up at six o'clock. Now they're functioning on maybe five hours sleep. And as an adult, if we function on five hours sleep, I don't know about you. You know, I, I'm i a big guy and I know when I get three, four hours of sleep, I'm I'm like craving junk food all day. But when I get enough sleep, I'm good. 
you know, so think about kids, you know, yeah, they're going to burn it, but it's just the fact of, you know, healthy lifestyle. So yeah, I think resources as far as money and time, you know, time, it's, it's, it's the most important thing. It's one of the most important things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, uh, you know, I think this is a good discussion for parents um, and, you know, and kids, but like, you know, like we talked earlier, the parents have to provide the guidance to get, but the, you know, the piece you just brought up about the phone, right. And taking the phone away to allow the kid to actually fall asleep and get, you know, seven to nine hours of sleep every night is like, you know, you just, blew by it and we just talked about it in the I don't know a two minute stretch. That could be a lifesaver yeah. for a lot of kids. Another thing that I constantly talk about is hydration. Yes. Right. That even they, they need these kids need to drink a lot more than they're cu- currently drinking. Water I'm talking about. Yep. Not Gatorade or Sprite or you know, whatever it is, I'm talking about water is what they need to be drinking. So that's water. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, like the way, one of the ways I go about it is like, I try to post, um, you know, in training sessions or practices when, when kids are going, uh, they go and drink or whatever. I take pictures and, and just post that, you know, and just say hydrate, 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 hydrate. Uh, just to kind of like plant it in subconscious of the parent and the kid that, you know, they should be drinking not only when they're exerting a lot of energy out here and sweating, but when All they day. get up in the morning, they need, you know, at least a full glass of water, you know, during the day, they should be drinking water, constantly hydrate. So, I mean, it, it, I'm bringing this up because there's so many little things that can help move the needle for a lot of kids that have talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes we forget that it takes a lot more than just talent. And that's just what, you know, that's why I wanted uh, you to highlight, which is that um, it takes more than talent. You, you know, you can be talented, but in, in this day and age, if you want to play at a high level, you need resources, you need time, yeah. um, you need a community, you know, and that's a whole nother piece where it's like, you know, you need all these coaches and community advocating on your behalf to get you to contact to get the, you know, the tryout at Byron to go and get busy and then, you know, get the feedback and then link that with loud. And, you know, this, all, all of that does, just doesn't happen just based on talent, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, hopefully parents get something from that, that piece. Um, and, you know, we could talk about that more uh, in the future. Uh, you, James, were you about to say something? No, no, no. Okay. What would you say for you as a parent? So now you've had, you know, you've had kind of like three lives, right? Playing, coaching, and parent, right? And, you know, in the parent phase, you've had, you know, maybe 15 years of joy. Um, but you've been a player all your life and coaching for, you know, uh, longer. So what would you say has been the most memorable moments for this this is just do two for both coaching and uh, being a parent uh coaching winning always helps um you know uh, 
good memories. I mean, as a player, I remember like it was yesterday, you know, we went to the final four of the uh, JUCO National Championship yeah. um, and then went back as a coach. So for me, that's a highlight, you know, yeah. as a and a coach. It's, it's Unfortunately, we didn't win it, but just to be in the final four tournament, you know, um, it's something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a parent, um, it's hard to say one thing. You know, there's so many great memories. Uh, watching my 15-year-old making a professional debut was something I won't forget. <laughs> you know, at 15, um, you know, um, him making the DC United team when he first made it initially, you know, um, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, having the experience of having to go to Bayern and still being someone that is being still being looked at. It's a great, you know, uh, it's a great memory. So as a parent, I mean, there's so many, so many great things um, you can reflect on and be like, okay, it's every time, every penny, every effort I've put into this has been worth it. And the jury is still out. We still got a long way to go. We still, yeah. we're still grinding. Yeah. <laughs> we're still grinding, you know? So yeah, I mean, there's so many different memories. It's just gonna you know, tie it down. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, that's good. Um, any? Do you have any advice for parents that are, you know, they may have, you know, a young kid, even I don't know, four or five. The parent themselves are interested in the game, and you know, they want uh, their kid to pursue or the kid has some talent, right? They can see at six, seven, or even eight, nine, that this kid has, you know, has some talent, speed or ball control is, or even the game IQ. Some kids just study the game so well. Any, any advice uh, for, for those parents on what they could do or should do in that situation to help foster their kids' development? Um, wow. Just so many advice that I don't know where to start, right? Um, because I still like today. I was at a game at a nine, nine uh, Mikhail had a game at nine a.m. today. He, he guest plays for Touch Kings, right? It was there, and I see some of the things that the parents are, are doing. I'm like, oh, I wish I can just yell and shout, like, shut up, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> um, this, so- this is your opportunity, like, so, <laughs> like, no, no, I'm serious, like. You, you know, one of the things we didn't realize, okay, just how, like, you you saw a couple of the episodes, right? And then, you know, um, I, I think I posted something, and then uh, you responded to that thing and said, you know, you'd be interested. Yeah. Like, I don't, I didn't know you, like, saw the episode, you know, or saw whatever episode, right? So, like, we underestimate how, how vast we can, we can reach, right? And so it could be something that you say, that and the difference is when you go up to somebody and you're talking to them, like sometimes there's the ego or just the, the mental noise that they're not really listening to you. They're like, man, who's this guy? Whatever it is. But when it's when they just come across it, right? So like when this get put out there, that those same parents, one of them may just come across that clip or that interview, your interview, and you're talking about like this thing, and they're like, huh? Oh, you know what? I shouldn't be shouting from the sideline. That 
that's not good for my kid. That's not good for the, you know, like just something as simple as that. Yeah. So, all right. So let me go back to your question. Yeah. If you have a five or six year old that's really good or see something that's potentially could be good. What I would say is this. Put them on a team, find a good coach, a good team that they can develop. Don't worry about winning. Right. Winning at five, at three, four, five, six, seven, eight is nothing. Right. Just find a good home where they can develop. Don't worry about winning. I don't emphasize winning until you get to like you 14, 15 and up. Right. Just find a good home, find a good coach that can make sure your kid is developed. Right. Have them play the game. If they love the game, they will never tell you, I don't want to play. Right. Fine. Pick up. You know, uh, my tie growing up was around a lot of pickups. People don't know, understand that. We did pick up with PG Young Boys. Uh, most, uh, uh, I think it's most rate. Forgot his last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most used to set up a lot of pickups for him, Christian Fletcher, Ramsey, RJ, all those guys. Those guys grew up together playing pickup. And that's where they had the most fun and they could do whatever they want to do without any coach yelling at them or any parents yelling at them. Right? Even when it wasn't convenient, I will find a ride for my tie to go play pickup. Right? We used to drive to Germantown to go play pickup from Upper Marble. No joke. That's how we met the guys from Next Level that he went and played Super White Week a couple years ago, just playing pickup. Believe it or not, when he was eight years old, Matai used to come to my old man pickup. I used to play, I still do, <laughs> once in a while. I played pickup in Bowie, and he was the little kid that was just playing pickup with a bunch of adults, had no fear or nothing. So if you have a kid that's good, let them just play. Let them develop. Don't worry about winning and going home. And so that's number one advice. Just let them play, develop. And don't focus on winning, focus on development. See the growth, right? See them dribbling, you know, see them, you know, taking shots. You use them both for, Focus on that. Number two advice is as a parent, and this is my biggest pet peeve with parents. When the game is going on, stop yelling and telling your kids what to do. You see this all the time. Shoot! Shoot from where? What the... Shoot. What do you mean, shoot? The kid is like way out of the bus. Take this. No, no, man. <laughs> you know, control your anger. Ask any coach that have ever coached my kid. Ask any coach, no joke. You can ask Alex, you can ask anybody that's ever coached my kid. I'd never yell, shoot. Never in my life. Maybe because I have the advantage, the unfair advantage of being a coach. But don't let them hear one voice and one voice only. I've had, and I'll give this quick example. I had to bench my friend's son when I was coaching them in futsal. Playing with, with Mikael, with Pidgey Young Boys. I was coaching futsal. And this guy is my friend. He actually played pro in Nigeria. We played in NSL together. But his son, who's okay? But he why did you shoot? Go left, go left, go this. And I'm like, I had to, I don't want to mention this name, but I'm like, yo, bro, stop, stop. So halftime, I literally walk across to the other side and say, no more. If you want to coach, let's talk. I will get you on the bench. But I only want your son to hear one voice, which is my voice, not your voice. 
And because it was my friend, I said it nicely. And then he continued and I took the kid out and I said, hey, just remember you're on the bench because your dad can't stop talking. When you get home, you all have that conversation. But sit down with me. It might not be fair on that kid, but that yelling and shouting and that irate noise was very, very disturbing to the team. And I didn't need it. But that sent a message to the rest of the parents. Yeah. So now when I hear other parents yelling, if you ever come to my kids game, you might see me on the couch, on a on chair somewhere with a camera, just taking pictures and just enjoying the game. I'm not about yelling and coaching. Now, when we get in the car, the conversation is different. The first content is, how did you think you did? You tell me your performance. Then we can talk about situations in the game that you could have done better. Okay. Right? You could have done better. Like today, you know, again, Vikel was playing this morning and he's a tall kid. You know, he's five, 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 six at 12 years old, and everybody else is shorter, but they kick in a corner kick and you're standing right on top of the six. So I had to tell him in the car, why are you standing in front of the six when you can go back and you can run forward? You can always come forward faster than backpedaling. So we had to have that, you know what I'm saying? So, but I'm not going to be on the sideline yelling, hey, stay back, run forward. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about it in the car. You learn, you process the information, and next game, I will see the difference. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, that's the second thing is just parents, just let the coaches do their job. You do your job once they're in your custody, at home, in your car. And two, the third thing is um, educate yourself. Educate yourself as a parent, you know, because a lot of these parents don't know. Uh, my wife is not a soccer person, right? And I have to continue to educate her, you know. Uh, example, you know, my my child, my kids play in MLS Pro, but one of the one of our friends' kids plays in EDP, and she didn't know the difference. And somebody came in and said, "Oh, you got to get your son in EDP. I heard it's the best league that everybody should be playing." I'm like, "Really? <laughs> Who told you this?" She said, "You don't think they should be playing EDP?" I said, "No." So even my kids had to kind of educate her and say, "Mom, no." It's, there's levels to this thing. We're already at this level. We're not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as a parent, you know, kind of educate yourself. Um, and also get outside development. You know, one-on-one help, coaching, training. Yes, it costs money. It costs time. But it helps the kid. If a kid is really dedicated and you see that this kid is not fast or doesn't have the right running technique, find a professional. Just because I play soccer all my life and coach soccer, doesn't mean I can coach Steve, right? I had to get somebody else to do it because that's their specialty, right? Philip Zhao, his specialty is, you know, technique with little kids. Matai had to spend a couple of sessions with him to get certain technique, even though, yeah, I can teach him as a dad and as his coach at that time, but I wanted him to hear another voice, you know, and somebody else that he will respect. So, to your kid, you're always a dad, you're always a mom, but a coach is different. I've had coaches, I have players that still reach out to me today. I had a player that I coached five years ago that was calling me, hey, coach, I want to buy a car. you have any recommendation? You know, that's the kind of mental relationship we, we have. Yeah. So I said, dad, a lot of parents think they know it all because maybe they played back in the 50s or whatever, <laughs> 70s or 80s, I don't know. 
You know, the way you play the game back then is not, it's not, it's not the same. Your four four two formation is no longer the three five two. We play now four four three. So don't, don't, <laughs> don't bring that. Let the kids learn. Let them learn things. You know. So that, I mean, that's, that's just saying there. There's, there's a whole different hour I can spend parenting <laughs> for that I've seen and I see every day. And I still. See. Yeah, yeah. That's well said. No, that's good. That's good. Hopefully, um, you know, that message reaches the right audience uh, and people take heed to it. Uh, you know, I, I think everything you said is extremely useful, is extremely, you know, it's things we talk about a lot on the sidelines, among coaches, among footballers. Um, and, you know, it's just unfortunate that a lot of times like parents don't get, uh, to hear that, but this is a good example of they get a front row seat. So there's no, you know, so this is, is, you know, it's been a pleasure. Um, yes, yes. you know, we, we could do this. Like I told you before. Uh, can... Looking at the time, I'm like, damn, it's been that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be longer. Than... <laughs> hey, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much we could get into. I mean, you know, it, just even on the parent side, that's a whole thing in itself. But, you know, I think where we where we start is good. We're, we're actually doing a whole, a whole series of, uh, you know, parents. And um, I'm liking the, you know, the response that I'm getting because I think, you know, sometimes it can be intimidating to come from coaches or players, or, you know, like pros or whatever it is. But when there's a parent talking about their experience and, you know, some of the things they've done to help their kid, et cetera, is more relatable uh, for other parents. And so, so I'm hoping, you know, this series of conversations with parents uh, is useful and, and folks find a lot of value in it. And, you know, hopefully, I don't know, maybe sometime in the summer, we may even do like a panel discussion with a bunch of parents, um, just focusing strictly on the parenting aspect of, you know, young footballers. So um, any last words? Uh, how can folks, if folks have both questions for you or if they're trying to, you know, sign uh, Matai to, you know, that Barca contract or that Chelsea contract, you know, even, even more so, uh, how, how, how can they reach out to you? Uh, almost everybody in DMV has my contact, but my, uh, I check my, I'm becoming an Instagram person for some reason. Um, Taiye Fak, T-A-I-Y-E-F-A-K is my IG. So if you DM me, I'll respond nice. uh, for any questions or any requests, you know. Nice, nice. All right. Any any last words or anything you want to leave the folks with? Um, just you know, soccer is a beautiful game, right? And it's a fun game, it's healthy. Um just, you know, if you have kids, just let them have fun with it, man. Let them have fun with it and support them as much as you can. That's the key thing. Support them as much as you can. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not going to be kids forever. So uh, right now, even though I have to make a lot of sacrifice for the kids, but I can't think of anything else I would rather be doing, you know, at this moment. Because in the next four or five years, when they're gone, I could go back and do whatever I want to do. Even if yeah. I want to get back into coaching, I could do whatever I want to do. So, 
right now it's time for me to support the kids for the next few years and then you know it's yeah. my time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yes yes it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure uh, it's always you. a blast you know uh, thank you thank you yes thanks a lot man and we will continue the conversation all right thanks all right. thanks a lot later you getting the recording